0: give me nice seats give me real you like making like, chris really uncomfortable right now <laughs> i know he's <laughs> nodding but in a shut up now way but then you don't have the
1: practicality Do you, you have a frunk then yeah
0: oh, okay. oh excuse me
1: like i would be the person that goes yeah this one is better but i'm going to take that one
0: <laughs> <laughs> frank and german <laughs>
1: japanese car the, the square porsche <laughs> yeah <laughs> Welcome to the Seller Cars podcast. I'm
0: Jostin. I'm Mark, and we are joined yet again by our friend. Is it Chris? This is Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he yeah, should let's just be mean... part of the the Seller Cars team at this point. I th- I think he pretty much is. Yeah. I think this is. You know, this is a oh wait, we have to give him space at the warehouse.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not in, in, the in the warehouse. Oh, though. No. So we, don't, we don't have room. I'm yeah, yeah. no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So today we're going to talk about badge engineering, about yeah. collaborations um Super excited to hear what you got. Yeah, and what's you know, Drake
0: doing with Hyundai right now? Real question. He <laughs> <laughs> said collaborations, right? Yeah, yeah. Drake, Drake and Hyundai. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, he designed the Ionic Five, right? That's um <laughs> yeah. uh, Overrated, but yeah. So this is you know this is some writing based off of some light research and then a lot of opinions. <laughs> So take those opinions with a grain of salt, but um, yeah, let's let's dive into it. Yeah. So we can all think of examples of badge engineered cars, cars that share parts or designs from other brands or are sometimes carbon copies just sold at a different dealer. In some cases, these can be a huge success or a huge flop. Lately, I've been thinking about some of the reasons why. In going through this, I'm not gonna focus on rebadging under the same parent company. Examples like Ford's being sold as Mercury's or Chevrolet's being sold as GMC's, this isn't really a collaboration, it's just the same car with a different name from one parent company. What I do want to focus on are examples like the Toyota BMW Supra, Lotus Isuzu Elan, or GR86 BRZ FRS. It seems as though these cars can earn huge praise or criticism from reviewers without much area in between. So why do companies do it? The first answer is that designing and building a car is very expensive. In modern day, the expenses are only growing and compared to 50 years ago, there are many more safety, quality, and environmental regulations that cars need to meet. Meeting these regulations isn't about one company versus another it's about all companies versus the system. So it is advantageous for companies to divide and conquer, splitting costs and focusing on what they're good at to make a higher quality car at a lower cost. In many cases, this can be a great thing. The customer gets something that is better engineered and higher quality at a lower price. It makes sense for companies to leverage each other's strengths to pull together the complete package. A great example of this is the early Mercedes-Ford partnerships with Cosworth. They knew Cosworth could make a better engine and Cosworth knew Ford and Mercedes could generate sales. To do this successfully, there are a few things the decision makers need to account for. Choosing the right way to collaborate can make or break the sale of a new car. The enthusiast is probably the most important. In choosing how to build a collaboration, companies should try to target one type of enthusiast not bring different types together. Working with a company that shares the same values and enthusiasts is a recipe for success. Whereas working with a polar opposite is not. An Example of this is the BRZ GR86 FRS. Subaru, Toyota, and Scion are all Japanese companies at similar price points. They share a lot of the same qualities and points of enthusiasm. It is likely that a car nerd shopping for a Subaru may also be shopping for a Toyota or a Scion. By working together to create one platform, you take the tough decision away from the customer and bring that enthusiast group even closer together. To think of it another way, it is all of your favorite bands playing together on stage, playing your new favorite song. The contrast of that is something like the Isuzu Lotus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to bet that Lotus fans do not spend a lot of time thinking about Isuzu and vice versa. There are two corners of the car market that may not see eye to eye, and from both perspectives are bringing a stranger into the community. Examples like this may make sense from a cost perspective, but do not give the market something to be excited about. Instead of adding two brands you love together, it feels like you are diluting a brand you love with one you don't. (laughs) Imagine going to a rock concert just to find the band that night was playing with a jazz ensemble. It is a recipe that doesn't make any sense. I was just on my phone on
0: Wikipedia because I know that uh, you brought up the Lotus thing, right? Like, yeah. You know they've been in financial dire straits for, God knows how long. So like their engineering team has done so many collabs. I was just like looking at this list, like the DeLorean, the VX220, which is basically like uh, Opal Speedster, but engineered by Lotus, and the Isuzu, the Lotus Elan, which became a Kia. Yeah, in Korea, Korea that was
1: it. Wow. Yeah,
0: a Kia Elan like i remember like being in korea and seeing them like wait a minute what the heck and they only made a thousand of them i love the collabs though they, yeah. they all turn out to be you're right like some of them are like meh and some of them are like 500e and rs2 like you 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 on the rsu you have to have the intake but, manifold that's look at porsche. the
1: rs2 right like like to the original point it's like <laughs> you have the audi fan group you have the porsche fan group mm-hmm they're very similar people <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not the same but like they're at the same concert they're happy. right right, right. <laughs> so like a collaboration between those two makes a lot of sense right. like you're you're tying both of those groups together but they're like kind of the same people yeah but you're know? doing it in
0: the name of something extremely high performance right it's like right. everyone's down for this right like, oh it's like Lollapalooza, right
1: the, the the brz frs thing is interesting because those are not two different corners of the market. Like no. those, those. I mean, I guess yeah, that's kind of what you're saying about Porsche and Audi as well. But Toyota and Subaru owners are very similar. I mean, what if Mercedes and BMW did a collab or something like that? That would never yeah. happen, right? But it's, <laughs> um, it's almost like Subaru and Toyota, it seems like in some ways. Or like way back, I think Bentley and Rolls-Royce did one, mm-hmm. right? It's like pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are both competing for the same 12 rich people. like <laughs> <getting> <laughs> money this year. <laughs> However many...
0: The, the, the Subaru BRZ, the, that one, that, that platform seems to have really worked for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like It seems like a great car. It seems like
1: it's, I think, I don't know if it's lucrative, but... It's interesting just how many different names it's had. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the only area I would really criticize. I think they really kind of messed up. It's like FRS, 86, <laughs> BRZ. I think there's one. I Scion. think there's one. That's Scion, FRS. Oh, yeah. And then Toyota 86 super brz mm-hmm. but i think to- didn't toyota had a different name maybe not and then when
0: Scion disappeared yeah and yep. now it's just the 86 right actually i don't know i find it funny that the two sports cars that toyota makes are both collapsed yeah like one's a z4 with a frumpy body and then <laughs> oh, it's a z4 hardtop and then so.
1: i i read about this a little bit and and it, it's so interesting just like the the economics of it like fiscally it just didn't make sense yeah. for them to make a supra and so you know they do this thing i mean like you were saying chris it's like this is this is what makes it financially possible and then that's where i think it's really great that they're bringing new sports cars to market and this is how they are able to do it financially then mm-hmm. then great but then us enthusiasts will pick every detail apart like the the backlash on the supra when it first came out now it seems like everyone's going to come around especially with the new manual one coming out but like using the supra the, haters, logo. the haters it looks like
0: a dope car it was fast
1: like, yeah it's like, yeah i kind of understand where people are coming from when they mm-hmm. with the logo don't put the same exact logo right. on it yeah you know the, the brand um i i kind of understand from the fact that like for toyota people the supra was such like a holy thing right right you know you're taking this this thing that's quintessential toyota now you're putting a bmw power plant in it like right. it feels wrong yeah mostly bmw bmw interior bmw like yeah everything yeah which to many toyota people that i know they're like anti-German cars. They're like, oh, your stuff breaks all the time. I bet you know. Like, I, I'm a Toyota. I'm a Toyota person or whatever.
0: I mean, as a German car guy, I I would love my Super to be Toyota reliable. Right. Yeah. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. Like that. It's a BMW underneath. Does give me pause. And I've owned a lot of BMWs. Like. Yeah. Right. I, does anyone like go into Super Mark for Super ownership? Like, well, I bought it because it's bulletproof and no. totally reliable and that's why that's why i have it not because i can boost it like crazy Like i don't think it really that does that argument doesn't hold
1: water i think even yeah. though it's there and there, it's in the air it just it, it could have been cool to name it something different like the frs 86 mm-hmm. Like do the collab do it with bmw but call it something different you know on the marketing material, say inspired by the supra <laughs> <laughs> you know based on the Supra. I will say, I think I think that where what's really been great, we've been learning more about it, is the new manual Supra. It's a BMW trans, BMW power plant, but Toyota did all the engineering to connect the manual mm-hmm. trans to right. Like that's all Toyota, which I think is an interesting case study in 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 the collaboration. Right. Well, and you have to wonder why, right? Why why is that the piece that Toyota did? Yeah, I don't
0: know. yeah that's true. No, I think what they put it together because. The z4 doesn't come in a manual and they redid the manual because again as a dyed died in the wool bmw fan the shift mechanisms are jacked on BMWs. the stock ones they're not good they're rubbery and vague mm-hmm. no one has ever been like oh man this bmw it's basically an s2000 no no one has ever said that it's all it's, about it's, the shifter yeah it's not yeah. it's not great right yeah and so uh, and everything i'm reading about the the new super shifter it's like it's a bmw gearbox but holy crap it's awesome yeah and i, I think tamisa said that right mm-hmm. it's like they they made it good all of a sudden so it's like
1: it can be done so so was the supra successful like was that a successful collab or was it not because i feel like you either get people who love it or mm-hmm. you get people who say it's it's a bmw go buy a bmw bmw I feel like it was very very polarizing in the beginning yeah. mm-hmm. more so than now i think we've all calmed down and it's like okay it is a bmw it's got some unique stuff about it or whatever um but the car is coming to its own like it, its own thing like it's yeah. a
0: good it's like a i i've never driven one i've just seen one sat in one but it looks awesome
1: mm-hmm.
0: it looked imperfect compared to the fr the f what is it frs so, no the the prototype had a name um oh whatever that the prototype was longer and lower and all this kind of right. looked different but the hard points you know jason was talking interesting to me so it was like they had to fit a z4 underneath it so mm-hmm. they had to change how it looks but man it looks dope it looks it, awesome it's quick but it's so fast yeah. so that's like i
1: what are you complaining about it's comfortable it's fast it's like, it looks awesome it, and it must have been pretty successful for them to invest all the r&d to make the manual transmission because that that was not a part of the plan like that's something they decided to do after everyone was outraged which i very much think they should have done a manual right away it seems crazy to do a super that is a bmw and also mm-hmm. only only automatic that's oh, so weird. but it must it must have been successful right i i would think so it's like probably really expensive to get that manual trans in there and stuff again that's that's kind of a weird one because like you know to the first point it's bmw and toyota aren't polar opposites but they're not really sharing the same enthusiasts yeah so true, it's like true you know and i i don't know i don't know what the sales look like but is toyota still pulling the super enthusiasts are they pulling any of the bmw enthusiasts are they getting you know a mix or are they getting like a fraction of those it, two groups it is the jazz trio at the metal concert yeah
0: you're right i think i don't know i just like I, when I, when I think of the two, the Z4 and the, or I think it's called the Z4, the Z4 mm-hmm. and the Supra, not one ounce of me wants the Z4. Well, I'm not a convertible guy, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. never going to happen, but like, I, I, I've never looked at it. I, I can't, I can't even picture it in my head because I just don't give a crap. But the Supra, I can see that. In my, mm-hmm. When I close my eyes, I can see the Supra. I can hear the Supra. I can see the Supra doing smoky burnout <laughs> and power slides all mm-hmm. over with its stupid ZF automatic transmission. I've seen it at the track. Men, mm-hmm. Seen many at the track. I've never seen a Z4 at the track, so I like. In my eyes, that's a Toyota, but it's like probably what BMW should have shipped because it's like yeah, it's a, a Z4 driver. coupe or, yeah. yeah, or Z4 M or Z yeah yeah. So, but like, is it a? I think, I think the the the, the jury is in, right? It's like, it's a dope car. I don't think people have like the z4 is a grand tour convertible like there was no jury it was like that it is what it is right if you you wanted a bmw with a drop top there you go right there so yeah
1: so the the next part of this the second reason we'll we'll get into that um so the reason also has to be considered right cost is always the underlying reason for a car company to work with another car company but choosing components or partnerships has to make sense to the consumer. If you are choosing to leverage someone else's engine, they have to be one of the best in the business. If you are copying someone else's suspension design, they should have a good track record. Fair. Mm-hmm. Exterior design, hope you partnered with someone Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in summary, what the customer is getting from the collab model has to be better than what they could have gotten had the company built the car from the ground up. In this regard, handling by Lotus makes a ton of sense. So does the low center of gravity Subaru engine in the FRS. <laughs> a Saab design chassis in the La- Lancia Thema and Alfa Romeo 164 does not make any sense. <laughs> it only dilutes the excitement of the car for the customer.
0: Oh my God, you said Lan- Lancia Thema. <laughs> like every time I've brought that up, like in, a, in any forum, like, hey, you know what? What about the Lancia Theme? Everyone's like, no, <laughs> no, stay away. But like, but it has a front stop just stop doesn't don't just don't even go there It's so bad
1: and i'll i'll just wrap up here but surely there are other factors that drive interesting collaborations and other ways to make money with the model but from my non-expert average show perspective these are the two most important things to consider what are some collaborations that you want to see in the future mm-hmm. i i i said it in the last episode yamaha everything right <laughs> i feel like
0: unlike some of the other ones i feel like yamaha has really nailed it like they do pianos motorcycles uh jet skis and boat motors well and, right and they do a lot of boat motors mm-hmm. and they do
1: like high performance motors for other people right right and like what do you think of when you think of yamaha you think of like a really high revving motor yeah so absolutely. If you want your car XYZ to have a high revving motor, Yamaha is someone that you should be trying to collaborate with.
0: Yeah. I can imagine like a, like Honda were to build an Acura S2000, like an S3000, I don't know, (laughs) whatever. Like, but imagine they did that. Honda makes great motors, but Mm -hmm. Honda, Yamaha collab. I don't know if that's heretical or not. I don't know like the backgrounds of the company, but like, imagine like, the company that brings you lightweight high revving uh, and a uh, partner with like high revving high
1: output motors i feel like i would i would buy that all day whatever that was mm-hmm. well and as long as it was a hard top. this is like kind of shifting back to german but i think the like porsche 914 and 924
0: oh collabs, volkswagen collab
1: right mm-hmm. that's really interesting because that was probably a great collab for volkswagen but not a great one for porsche mm. right well Porsche was originally designing the 924 for Volkswagen and then Volkswagen basically right. killed the project. And then Porsche decided to make it anyways. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it still is a collab, right? But mm-hmm. it was a weird thing where they're like, actually, we're going to make this car, even though you're not like it right. was versus versus these days. I feel like, you know, Toyota is calling BMW and saying, Hey, you know, it's like a little bit more premeditated, I guess, versus it seems like, Porsche, in that case, just had this design and wanted to see it come to fruition or something. Right. And for the consumer, it's like, for the Volkswagen consumer, they're like, oh, great, my Volkswagen is part Porsche. Mm -hmm. For the Porsche consumer, it's, oh, my Porsche is part Volkswagen. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right.
0: Right. Well, I have my boat, Yamaha, Yamaha, all the things. That comes from my Taurus SHO desire. (laughs) So it's probably not well founded. I don't even know. If they, I don't even know they make engines anymore. But powered by Yamaha, that's what I want to see on any car.
1: Handling by Lotus, powered by Yamaha, <laughs> styled <laughs> by
0: Giugiaro. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, like,
0: just, just a quick segue. I like that last thing you said about like, if it's not designed by Italian, right? Like, that is one of those things. Like, is the old school way, like the coach mm-hmm. builders, mm-hmm. right? So like, they just were hired. Uh, it was a design firm, like Bertone. Like I don't know how to say the word, but like I think it's Bertone, and like. Italian design and some of those other ones where Jujara worked in other places, and it was like, you know, like uh Volkswagen or Carmen Ghia or whatever. Like they, those were like the OG collabs. Like, well, yeah. you don't know how to make a body? I'll, I'll do that. So mm-hmm. I'll draw the picture and then just hand it over, and then you you make the car. And so I love like that. I think is really good. Like even like the like the Volvo, right? The
1: oh yeah, seven eighty.
0: The- Mm. by Bertone yeah yeah yeah, the really boxy one like every, everyone's got to buy Bertone even the, the car that's in the warehouse right now the the Alpha GTV is Giugiaro why
1: he worked at Bertone so it's like on the side hmm. so he did that when he was 22. the uh huh? MGB GT was <laughs> Pininfarina yeah. just just the top half though <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, I love though. like the, you're absolutely right designed by Italians Pininfarina yeah. But Bertone, they made a lot of ugly shit, let's be real clear. Yeah. So, Pininfri also made a lot of ugly shit.
1: Um, Although, I think the X19 is a good-looking car. But I think
0: the Pininfarina and Bertone were design houses, so they had not always the best pe- people. Good and bad projects. Right? Right. So, that's why people always... It says Designo Bertone on the side of the GTV, but everyone just says it was Gigiaro that did it. He worked at Bertone, right? right? Mm, because right. Bertone had made some dogs. But that's like my favorite collab. That's the one that I think is the most fertile, right? It's like Mm -hmm.
1: designed by us. And why doesn't that happen anymore? Like, is it just regulations kind of shape everything now? I think cars are much more... I've had to guess cars are much more
0: complicated. I think Mm -hmm. if you just kind of drew a shape that was like roughly 14 feet long, (laughs)
1: like this wide, you're like, there you go, make a car. And then they would. Yeah. And and that's why like i always like looking at cars from like the 60s because there were no regulations right right? no safety also financially right like today
0: you have uh you know the 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 what they give it a name for their platform right and that platform is like it's a civic and a crv and half an hrv it's like it has to has to pay for itself over the Mm -hmm. course of millions of cars right so you the styling can only be like the model three is a model y right and so like Those economies of scale didn't come out, didn't come to be as a scaling efficiency until it was invented later, right? So like in early days, coach builders was like, I'll stuff a car under here. It's all bespoke, right? That's how they made every car. Yeah. So I think if I had to hypothesize, uh, it's probably because you have to fit like the Cadillac ATS, the GM ATS platform. Cars are roughly going to be the same size and shape. What collab do you want to see?
1: I'm gonna pick three different brands. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe three. Dude, right. Why not four? Do five. <laughs> I mean, there might be a fourth. Uh, I re- I really love Subarus for the. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're very. I think they're very utilitarian. <laughs> I think they're very capable. I like manual Subarus that have the symmetrical all-wheel drive. Boxer, um, boxer engines. Yeah, boxer engines. So, I would like a Subaru type type object with a BMW chassis, because I don't know exactly how that works, but yeah, I think, uh, the BMW chassis, I'm very hot on that topic. Now that we've, we've talked about it a bit. Um, but there's no BMW that does quite what the Subaru does, does for me. Um, what's the third car? So keeping with a boxer motor, I think we stuff a Mezger in there. (laughs) So, um, a Mesger powered Subaru, probably branded with a BMW chassis. That's what I would do. Wow. There's a lot of
0: people out there going, can I have one too? Yeah. Because like you just answered the question. I don't care what it looks like. Because <laughs> <laughs> you started with Subaru. Oh, uh, designed by? jujiro <laughs> <G-G-R-O. laughs> No, I'll just sketch a little box on yeah. paper and it'll be designed by me. You people. want it in a Forester XT. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's boxier the better. Yeah. With a functional head scoop. Dude, like Mezger, BMW chassis, and Subaru what? purpose
1: general usability so i I like you want them to run the program yes so that it comes out i want them to fill fill the slot that a subaru does okay i want it to be probably long roof kind of you know wagon style Mm -hmm. i want it to be uh or touring style i want it to be all-wheel drive symmetrical all-wheel drive diff lockers oh definitely front and (laughs) rear diff lockers definitely actual head scoop
0: mesger in the front yeah what the fuck? right that i don't know I feel like that's a table flip moment right there. <laughs> yeah. Masker in the front inside of a Japanese Subaru with a BMW chassis. Probably Japanese? pissing some people off right now. I don't know how that will taste, but I'm here to try. So basically you're looking at like a, you want like an Outback Turbo. Outback Twin Turbo iX.
1: I think NA, <laughs> I think, I think like, like a GT, like a GT. Yeah, yeah.
0: Turbo with the script with the with, with the with like the a, turbo
1: the gt there's a gt thing in there too okay. yeah. outback yeah. turbo ix
0: yeah. yeah they don't have subframe problems
1: yeah, yeah it definitely, definitely
0: will, will. We'll have have the, lots of problems, the mesger though. will develop head gasket problems <laughs> <laughs> i got it yeah okay yeah That'll be really
1: <laughs> it's it's the super packaging and practicality with the Mesger motor and the bmw here's what engine. i'd say and oh a miata miata shifter
0: I think what you do is you take a chassis of a 325 IX station wagon, turn it around backwards, stuff the motor in the back, and put a forester on top of it. Yeah. Rear engine, Mezger, 325 IX.
1: But then you don't have the practicality. Do you, you have a frunk then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh excuse me. Like yeah, frunk. Yeah, but then why why do you have a forester? Like, yeah. It's it's just a square Porsche. I think, I think that's big, what he's a big nice long Muda. i think that's <laughs> what he's asking for is a square all-wheel drive porsche yeah,
0: pretty much pretty much square symmetrical all-wheel drive porsche with diff lockers i think we've but a really good chassis man, and that, is, that the more that i hear the more i like it actually right? it's like manual like transmission diff lockers yeah. symmetrical all-wheel drive lifted and good ground clearance mm-hmm. motor in the back uh, okay that, motor in the front yeah actually that's pretty good with this with the e46 steering rack yeah that's all you need perfect to do. <laughs> yes that's beautiful <laughs> i feel like i want one i feel like this frankenstein if we put this together
1: we should find one of those uh instagram 3d render people mm-hmm. you know i think you can pay them like 200 bucks and then just like do some
0: 3d it stuff. should have like design elements from like a 911 turbo
1: yeah oh like a Forester SG, like a Ram, a 9-11 wing that turbo. doesn't
0: work on the back. Yeah. <laughs> coolant lines blown. Uh-huh. As you're yeah. going through the woods. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> all you heard all the problems from all three cars. Yeah. Constantly oil leaking, head gasket, coolant line problems. Mm-hmm. Got it.
1: Subframe is just mm-hmm. comes disconnected, like and ripped sh- off, and- shipped rusty. Yeah. yeah, from
0: the factory. Yeah, and all the trim plastic trim just rattling inside mm-hmm. and yeah i do think that to put a finer point on it you want it from you want all three cars that you love smashed into one yeah from 2004 100 i 100 like you want a 2004 forester xt a 2004 911 turbo yeah. and a 2004 e46. e46 touring yeah smashed into one car yeah like, you've had, because you've had all three. Those, those are my, I mean,
1: you just named my three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're
0: right. I, I I backported the whole reasons. Like, you've had all yeah. three of these cars, and yeah. ideal cars, like, all three put together. Mm-hmm. That is actually fucking brilliant. I want it. But I, I get it. You've had all three. You've loved all three. Why yeah. not put them all together? Designed by Pininfarina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you got to get some Italian, like, design in there, for sure. But, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You got me for that like, we were talking about this earlier it's like i don't need to get an italian car you seem to have all the problems that's right it's like
1: you don't you don't need to be driving the italian car you need your friend to be driving yeah. it so you can look at it that's why. I, that's
0: why i think it's about perfect yeah i think about the way about about dog ownership it's like i don't want to yeah. own one my neighbor has one
1: it's yeah. fantastic it's like oh hey you do- okay bye i'm gone mark and i park in the same garage he's had three uh alphas mm-hmm. And yeah, ask me how it is. It's great. I look at them. <laughs> They're beautiful. They're funky. You yeah. don't pay for them. <laughs> no, yeah. I get to see them driving down the road and then I get to, you know, they break down and then I'll give them a ride. And, you know, it's the only time.
0: I think you've seen me on a tow
1: truck twice. Yeah.
0: Both Alphas. Yeah. yeah. Both within the first two weeks of ownership.
1: Yeah. You got it out <laughs> of the way
0: though. It was... Again, the Alpha was setting expectations. That's mm-hmm. what my friend Adam says.
1: Was it a big issue? A uh, recent one?
0: No, it wasn't a big issue. The fuel pump crapped out. Cause it was, it's, 50, it's old car, it's like 51 years old. Yeah. So, but I, I was saying out loud, which I think was what killed it, that it was starting cold from a dead cold every time and I was like, I said these words, it's, it's like a Corolla. It's like, it starts like a Corolla. I said those out loud at cars and coffee the other day, promptly six hours later, it was like, bro, we are not on the same page here. <laughs> <laughs> like that is not a bar you hold me to i'm going to take exactly what you said and crap out so yeah it was like six
1: hours later crapped
0: out so
1: any plans for it
0: like make it look better first i think the uh it's a little the the wheel the the tire profile is wrong so it's like the tire is too small and so the wheel gap is super four by four um so gonna lower
1: it with that just buy a few things out off the alphaholics website the ride height change is going to be going to be great we went to uh, umbria this morning and there was three gtvs his that was the tallest and then there was one that was stepped down and then there was one that was like completely dumped and so he got to look at like all three different ride height because there's only so many many options a full dumped it looked good it did look pretty good it looked really good (laughs) do you know what wheels you're gonna get
0: yeah uh like just like every every gtv you've ever seen chromadoras yeah it has the uh, gta replica wheels Okay, which has like all those little circular holes around it. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's the wheel that everyone has. And My
1: shop may, might have a pair of those or a set of those.
0: I'm going to say I need four.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> set of four, <laughs> set of four.
0: I'm not going to put two of the good ones on one side. Like, but yeah. People do that. I'll text you <laughs> and remind you. I, I do want to sit. Yeah, so I'm going to buy the Alphaholics Fast Road Kit and then those GTA replica wheels is what I want. And I think that's like, it's like we were talking about in a different podcast, like the the E30 starter package, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> like right. Th- th- This is the GTV starter package. Bill Stains,
1: yeah. H&R's, yeah, Alcoholics,
0: Coney yeah. Classics or Coney Sports, and you know, polyurethane mm-hmm. bushings, caster bushings, and then those those wheels, and that's it. It's kind of then you set that up and then
1: go from there. So, how do you like this compared to the GTV6? I know they're they're a little bit different but they're also kind of the same like you bought them probably for the same reason
0: yeah i have never owned a car this old okay so i i, I like that and uh, it's 51 years old mm-hmm. yeah. so the gtv6 was i think it the gtv6 was like at a car show like a Umbria. people are like oh that's cool or i don't know why you have that like that's kind of on the fence because mm-hmm. it's a little quirky mm-hmm. and it's not obviously a great car but the gtv i think is more in the oh, that's awesome and like it has much more vintage cred to it than the gtv6 i think mean, gtv6 will get there but it's not there right now so but yeah i like it because it's it's really funky and it's very pretty the gtv6 Super was pretty. funky looking as well so. see i
1: think the gtv6 is beautiful like, I, I, I think it's a great looking car
0: I, it is i do too but i think i, rec- I also recognize that I'm not. It's not a universally held opinion. Yeah. I think their GTV is, a, a, is has a higher fraction of the population. Like that's pretty. I don't know what that is, but oh yeah, it's aesthetically pleasing to me. So it's so small too. It's so <laughs> narrow. It's, just it's t- tiny. Yeah. I hauled the kids around it today, but like we all fit. It moved well. It was it was a really good time. It was like super cool. is like my son is like. Working a roll down window, he's like, "What is this thing?" <laughs> it's like the way he's, he's. Your elise had one of these things. Like, this is how the window works, mm-hmm. and then the, it has those triangle windows, the corner windows. Yeah. Like, What's this? I was like, "That's the air conditioning." The air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, cool, and then there's cold. Like <laughs> there's like two settings. <laughs> so you got the three way collab. Yep, that's the which let's admit it makes total sense for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the e46 m3 Forester xt
1: turbo yeah gt yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> type r <laughs> type r <laughs> yeah why not how about you chris uh honestly i really just want my range rover to be more reliable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so k24 swap <laughs> yeah stick k-24. a honda motor in there stick a toyota motor in there just why don't people we... do the cummins diesels don't they they do, like, good lord that would be and, awesome but this goes back that. to like the main thing is like i don't like i can motor swap it but i don't want to because it's a land rover and yeah. it's it's not going to be a land rover if i do put a different so order are you, in it
0: what you're saying is that there is no drake featuring when it comes to the land rover range rover classic no that's a solo artist moment
1: right there yeah like you you live with it you die with it (laughs) (laughs) what what if back then in period when it came out there was a very limited run of land rover featuring power powered by honda and there was like a a honda v6 that they put in there just for for but like it came from the land rover factory it's all would you would you would that kill it for you you'd be into it it really depends like it really really depends I will say that I think it's the LR three is a Jaguar motor. Mm. And like that, I think it's a pretty good collab. Like I don't, I think the Jaguar motor is a little more uh, robust Mm. than, than the Land Rover unit. Um, But again, it's like kind of the same batch of enthusiasts, you know, like it makes sense. The bar
0: is really low for more reliable than the Land Rover discovery 2 V8. That's like, like the yeah. the Jaguar motor like, like is like objectively <laughs> yeah I was like it's objectively not good but like it's better the Discovery V eight doesn't go like a hundred thousand miles without throwing a rod on well, the side
1: and and the Range Rover that I have has been very good like has one hundred ninety thousand miles on it and mm-hmm. yeah I need to do some work on it but you know I've I've put thirty five thousand on it without really doing anything mm-hmm. to it so I I really can't complain. It's just yeah. you know. I, I look at the Land Cruisers that are going to three hundred fifty thousand,
0: and you know uh, yeah. that's like three hundred fifty. And people are like, it ain't no big deal, right? right? Yeah. That's just like right, right. it's just the Land Cruiser. That's yeah. not special.
1: It's like I, it's, it's here, right? It's the same motor that went to a million in the Tundra, I think, right? In the one hundred series Land Cruiser, the UZ. Yeah, the UZ. Yeah, the UZ yeah. Can't, can't
0: even kill that thing. Yeah, it's like timing belt, water pump, send it. But the a a j-swapped range rover come on that'd be so
1: cool i i do think like kind of switching gears i think a collab between volkswagen and bmw on Mm. the golf r would have been really good because i had a mark six golf r it was a great car but it wasn't engaging and mm. I think if if BMW stepped in to help redesign mm. the chassis a little bit, it could have been hmm. been much better. Do you think it still would have been front wheel drive or bias? Mm-hmm. I know no. it's all wheel drive, but it's well, that's a good question.
0: Seems If like Mitsubishi would... had come in, they put a big knob down the center console for like bias. Yeah, the new uh, Corolla has yeah. has a little knob. There. Like the, when the Evo came to the United States, it had a knob on the left or center. It had one. I remember I test drove one and it had an intercooler mister, like mm. I believe it was factory because it was like wow. the mm-hmm. first one. It's like intercooler mister button and a, a front rear bias for the diff. I was saying this, I do not know how this works, but I definitely love it.
1: I'm pretty sure like the 2008 2009 STIs also had that. It had like a little dial in the middle. Mm. Yeah. It's awesome jawson yeah. you'd probably know i, w- I should know that <laughs>
0: it's a little too new i think for- we should put that in your class right like a, yeah oh yeah oh, sh- no, def- yeah definitely yeah. yeah it's a modern collapse so that's going to get on- oh no yours is a 2004 collapse so that's has been the center console yeah <laughs> this was t- t- 2022 you put it on the steering wheel right?
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> did they make a tdi for the range rover or was it always the v8 only in europe yeah but then you can do that swap. Usually those are more reliable, right? That they did that the 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 TDI swaps in the discovery. So it's it's this something, is like a, not a really relevant line of conversation yeah, because it's not swap, a collab. It's like this is not a collab. No,
1: it's not it's not a collab. It's you know, bringing parts over. This and is I'm, just Drake on his title track by himself, yeah. just like Acapella by himself. In a like, different language. Yeah, right. And it's
0: not it's not a good track. It's like you and know it, the track is a little janky and you kinda wait for it to want it to be over.
1: And and I've looked at doing like the full diesel conversion, five-speed manual, all of that stuff. The thing is, is that like to do a three hundred TDI conversion, you're going down to like one hundred oh, and twenty horsepower, and that's a
0: big truck too.
1: I, it's big. It's mostly aluminum, like a lot of the body panels and the the motor is aluminum, so it's only about four thousand pounds. Hmm. But like, I take that car on. 12 hour trips it's like i don't want to be just revving the motor out <laughs> like yeah. on every single mountain pass you know like i the you v8, don't want to be right laney with your blinkers yeah. on <laughs> like you get more comfort out of the v8 and, and the automatic so i think that's probably what so what
0: you're saying is you're not answering the question is that you don't you you brought up the collab and you're saying no collab for you okay. <laughs> even okay. if i
1: was in period I, i'm saying that like on paper that collab would be great but I, I probably wouldn't do it. Like it would hurt me too much. As as the Land Rover enthusiast, I couldn't. I couldn't do it.
0: Hmm. Mm, I just feel like Chris is not playing along. But, um, <laughs> Sorry. <all right? laughs> his pure, his purest Range Rover heart is like too strong for the three car mashup I, I, over yeah. here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frankenstein. Like I like the best of everything and smash yeah. together. So like if you were to buy an '86 FRS uh, BRZ you it would have to be the brz for you because the motor is a subaru motor no no no, no. it wouldn't because subaru and toyota are like similar enough for me that mm. like they're kind of uh, again it goes back to like the the concert analogy right Toyota own it's, part of it's all of your favorite bands coming together to make something really good right. it's not like the rock concert and the jazz ensemble trying to make some kind of music so that's where the jaguar thing works for you because right yeah yeah yeah. Mm. with that being said i would get the subaru one but that's more just because like i grew up with subarus and like i like the brand better than toyota or scion Yeah. yeah you don't like scion that's weird (laughs) oh <laughs> uh-huh. but what about like so what, what about rude <laughs> just heard a lot of
0: laptops click off oh yeah, that
1: guy what a dick well it doesn't exist i don't think the brand really exists anymore, i mean, you still like it yeah. yeah yeah i gotta think it's it. still like sobs um yeah true uh what about the so lotus is an english brand mm-hmm. and they don't have any of their own power plants they have japanese mostly power plants mm-hmm. what is that is how is the rock concert doing in that situation that one is interesting for me and and we talked about it a little bit lotus kind of was doing a lot of weird stuff at the right. end um people who buy lotuses are looking for handling mm-hmm. they're not looking for the motor i think using a different motor a japanese motor makes more sense in that especially because like a lot of the the power plants that they were using were small you know four cylinders kind of went with the whole you know, lightness and it, it really went with the chassis really well. Um but again, like I think they were able to pull that off because the enthusiasts who are buying lotuses really just wanted the handling.
0: <laughs> they were like, we don't want you to make the motor. That I mean, is, I I mean you
1: know own that. one like
0: I own two. Two. Yeah. Both with Toyota Motors. Yeah. I have a Celica with lotus handling and I have um uh, I have a camera with, with handling by Lotus. <laughs> Both styled by Lotus. Thank Just God.
1: quickly on that track, though, I just want to push in this a little bit because yeah. people buy Range Rovers because they can go anywhere. They're, I mean, all the reasons you buy a Range Rover, it's not handling, but it's a lot of other stuff. And one of those things I would argue is road trips, reliability, all the things that you're doing with yours. I mean, it, it kind of seems like by that logic that having uh, a Camry motor, again, Range Rover, for your purposes, by Honda. like. In, in period like if it happened when the car came out mm-hmm. it just it that's beautiful i think i'm just I'm using your logic against that that.
0: that's a beautiful line of logic I,
1: I honestly like it's hard to say i might be okay with it i think it's it's also too like important to remember that i'm kind of like nitpicky about these kind of things yeah and, no that's <laughs> fair and that's why i'm picking on but, it that's why i yeah, well, yeah. The,
0: the, are there other i've seen powered by honda on a badge before i forgot what car
1: oh well and I should mention too that the Range Rover motor that I have was based on a Buick. Hmm. So basically, they they took the block of a Buick and they copied it. That doesn't so make, it's...
0: that doesn't make me feel better. But
1: okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I'm I'm saying it's like the same thing, Yeah. Right, right. Like yeah, it's a Land Rover motor, but it's right. it's a 215 Buick. Maybe if they just would have based it off of a Honda or Toyota motor, yeah, that would have been better. I think if it was in period, I would, I would be cool with be it. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I certainly understand and respect your level of purist and taste. It's, so. And that's, uh, but it's con- contrasted with my, like, just give me all three of the best shit. And we'll, <laughs> yeah. all together. So like, that's why you know, it's, it's fun. Um,
0: Man, I could see that powered by Honda Range Rover classic. A, mm-hmm. A well, J swap 300 horsepower with no boost, just like stock out of an odyssey. God, or even the, so the, awesome. the
1: Toyota UZ, the one that's in the Land Cruiser. I mean, it's too, you know, competes too much but the land so Cru- dope the land cruiser 100 series the one uz yeah oh. yeah it's the motor L- it's like an
0: like- ls400 motor right and yeah. that you can put any all-wheel drive shit behind that because it's, it's in that configuration every oh that would be I that want- would be a uh, not not a collab but that would be a fantastic like uh rebirth kind of like uh like a reimagined by singer kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of thing <laughs> <laughs> reimagined by <laughs> people that want reliable Range Rovers yeah. <laughs> I find that you know find that blown motor one that lived in San Diego all its life that's nice yeah one UZ swap it oh man I'm gonna Google that right now I bet you someone's done it I oh,
1: the so, short wheelbase so, manual
0: one too like so cool.
1: they do LS swaps like oh, you can yeah. buy an LS swap kit for a Range Rover classic I mean that is probably the in terms of cost and reliability that's probably the the ticket if you were to swap that's, yeah you know. But, like, oh, it makes a ton of sense, yeah, more so than the u z just because it's it's an l s yeah like am I gonna do it no, no i'm no, gonna no, no, I'm no. gonna put my money into another Land Rover motor that's yeah. not gonna last as long, no you, you should <laughs> well, and I mean swapping is would not be cheaper, I'm sure they, they yeah. never is, just by yeah, maybe more reliable when you get there, but
0: they call it the lex over,
1: <laughs> oh, really, it's a thing Lex over <laughs> oh wow,
0: someone did a. Yeah, I, I think people, I can't tell if anyone's successfully done it, but it's been a tech. <laughs> it's a lot of forum threads about it, let's just say. It's a know. lot of hacked up Range Rovers yeah. out there.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, engine swap depot. Okay, swap kit.
1: Oh. If you were to get a new a new SUV, newer SUV, not like new, new, but what year is your Range Rover? 1990.
0: 90. Yep. Is it short wheelbase or
1: long wheelbase? Short. So let's say you were going to get something... 1999 or newer SUV. And could still be a Range Rover, but what would it be? That's a good one. Um honestly, like most of what I've been looking at recently was actually pickup trucks, mm-hmm. just because that like fits the lifestyle. Tacoma. If it was yeah, well, Tacoma, but also so much money. T- now tax, for, yeah. Yeah. Um for an SUV, I think it would be either an LX four seventy. Or an LR3. I do like the LR3s. They look cool. But Mm -hmm. but for me, it's like there's nothing that compares to the Range Rover Classic. No, it's like all of these are, you know, second, third place by a
0: lot. I really do think a Range Rover Classic reimagined by Singer would not be bad. Because like it is a good formula for an SUV just executed mediocrely and Mm -hmm. a long time ago. Right, It's like the cabin materials are junk and like the ones you find, like the leather's all dry, it's everything's broken. So like reimagining, just like take the dash out, make a new one. Give me some dope ass switches, switch gear. Give me nice seats. Give me real staring like make You're making the, chris really uncomfortable right now i know <laughs> he's <laughs> nodding but in a shut up now way It's like i don't I, but like how dare you it does feel like there's a I, not for chris but like there, i feel yeah, like yeah, there yeah. would be joking. like if you bought that one like i i because people now are going to pay 100 150 for a high-end new 2022 range rover 150 170 right for some of those uh I don't know, design edition, like they, they have these names for like the crazy ones, right? So, mm-hmm. like, those are well into six figures. And imagine a 100K classic that had the original motor massaged, right? Not swapped mm-hmm. and just like everything dialed to 10 and just perfect. Like, I think that would be super. Like, there, like, they, like you they do. Look the, better the, like, than people, like, people do Broncos, right? Like, yeah. people redo Broncos, like a fully restored, but upgraded there
1: are like a few shops that are starting to do that Mm -hmm. and i mean range rover classic went from worthless to thirty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars very quickly yeah so you know (laughs) for a good one (laughs) well yeah for a good one not not for mine um But you do see some shops like starting to do that. You know, they're they're buying shells, they're massaging motors, they're doing new interiors, not like completely redesigned, but like different materials and stuff like that. it's such a
0: stately vehicle Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. just occupies like British, you know, fox hunting situation. It's like, (laughs) just looks so good. It's like the shit the queen drives around in, right? So it's just cool. It's one of the only... You can't get
1: that. SUVs where you could like off road and then go straight to a winery. Yeah. <laughs> and like the
0: new ones, you're like, I don't want to off road this thing. Yeah. It just looks it's too fancy, right? But like yeah. it was like rugged luxury. And like they don't make that anymore. So I think that's why the I that's why I think the people love broncos, the the old Broncos. Mm-hmm. They're utilitarian.
1: Those weren't luxury though. I know they were just rugged.
0: Right. But then they made them into like perfect, rugged. Mm-hmm and so they, they're like they beautiful they're just beautifully designed vehicles and you can make them super nice and those people don't ever off-road them right
1: well and and the way the range rover came about was um they're basically made as farm vehicles mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. here's here's an suv you can use it on the farm you can also drive it into town like it was one of the first vehicles that that could do both and then they quickly found out that wealthy people were buying them because they liked having a big vehicle with a high seating position Mm -hmm. and that's when like the county version with all the leather and the wood that i have that's where where that really came from it's like a living room on wheels
0: yeah it's like just like
1: glass all around but like beautiful before the the range rover classic like people weren't really Mm -hmm. driving suvs on the road Mm -hmm. like not really Uh, man i I would definitely get a reimagined we went and visited a airplane hangar out in Arlington mm-hmm. uh where you bought your AMG. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what they, they wanted to. They, that's what they wanted to do, yeah. do right? They mm-hmm. they were like casting different grills mm-hmm. and you know they had they had one like all t- torn apart. Yeah.
0: They're trying to build like a lot of bespoke materials into uh,
1: into redoing it. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah it was cool they had like a whole mood board with like lots of different i mean singer there's like singer and stuff. yeah that's what they want it's kind of how they, it was they described were
0: like, to us we want to do singer what singer did for 964 is we want to do for the range rover wow <laughs> i was like yeah like sign me up <laughs> like i want i want a range rover but i want a nice one that's
1: well, it i just I want think, a nice one yeah i think you like texted me once and you're like oh like thinking about getting a range rover classic like what do you think i would have to sell the fj80 like <sighs> you were like <laughs> don't do that <laughs> like if if you love british yeah go for it if you're looking for an off-roader keep the fj80 mm-hmm. like it just unless you like really really love british stuff like you're not going to love it enough to keep it forever right unless you're to swap it <laughs> i've seen a lot of like uh
0: chevy 350 v8 swaps on that and discoveries and i've seen those i'm like this is there was one for sale uh hmm. in seattle direct right near me it was a chevy 350 v8 swapped range rover classic i was like i'm Dang. about this I'm about it's this. reliable yeah, yeah. It's, i don't know how reliable it's like but parts you can get it you know mm. o'reilly's It's like i'd like a new, a new motor but, yeah right over there <laughs> <laughs> so, so no
1: no collab for you um well no golf r bmw oh right 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 yep yep good one do you want to change yours to a yamaha powered land uh, land cruiser or, i mean land i Joe? do
0: at ford taurus sho yamaha powered <laughs> v6 range Rover classic that's perfect yeah high revving 200 240 horse perfect probably would actually do an s52 powered <laughs> that'd be sweet range Rover classic <laughs> man it's like a- Or right european s54 power yeah awesome yeah yeah yeah. high revving 8600 rpm (laughs) (laughs) no torque exactly what range rover needs all right collabs i I would recommend everybody look at the lotus wikipedia page (laughs) so there's like a lotus engineering section and the the stuff they did Uh like they worked on the lt1 to massage it into the, or LT5, to put it into the Z06. Like, if you remember Jason Kamisa's post, uh, his Haggerty video on that, the z their their mo- big motor wouldn't fit or like didn't work
1: right. And like Lotus comes in and fixes it. And so like... It'll be interesting to see what collabs come next because, I mean, Toyota's doing a bunch of this with the right. BRZ and, and and with the Supra. And it seems like it's going pretty well. I mean, it's hard to say for mm-hmm. sure, but sure, sure seems like, especially with the BRZ, I wonder if other brands are going to take take note and do more of this because it seems like it's not quite as popular. I mean, I mean, it's not you know not very mainstream. There's not a bunch of brands yeah. doing this right now. Well, and you know, I think we've all heard a lot of press about the the 400Z, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Nissan basically saying like, "Hey, this is worse because we didn't do a collab because we wanted it to be you know true to Nissan and true to the, the Z pedigree." Right. So like, I'm wondering if there's going to be more examples like that mm. or Justin, mm. to your point, if, if it's going to push more collabs together, right. Or, or at least create like divergence between the two where right, some people are, or some, like Nissan's like, we are only Nissan. And then right. it's like, and then buyers, well, like you and me, right. 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 <laughs> you would buy the <laughs> Nissan like, well, this yeah. is a little bit, not as good, but it's fully Nissan. And I might go buy the Supers. Now. Oh, hundred percent. I would, I would go for the Nissan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. No, by Supra. I think it, I think it, you the collaboration there gets you a better car at the end of the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and the 400 is like, it's just too evolutionary. It's like heavier and it's like good motor, but it's like the same chassis from 2005.
1: So it's like kind of like but, what, what what I like about the three of us having this conversation is that Chris is very like the emotion of of it being like you you're not you're not a purist like a like we would make fun of a purist like being right. like over the top for you know put the wrong wheels on or what you know whatever <laughs> I mean well you were talking about the wrong shift not the other day but <laughs> yeah. um but, but he
0: is that guy we're just not gonna make fun of him. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> no but I feel like you the reason for it is that you have this emotional connection with these things and and what really does it for you is the, the purity or the um consistency or or whatever it is that I don't want to tell you about your own yeah thing but it yeah whereas mark is very more like pragmatic like this is it's just a better car <laughs> i think so Which is, i think <laughs> i think we would all chris including would probably agree yeah i think
0: i think the press agrees too right the oh yeah uh, all the other ones are better like the brz especially the new one the supra they're better the 400 i occupy 400 occupies like a specific nissan fan person mm-hmm. uh, category and it <laughs> is like direct Lineage, right? It's like and they did go with the styling too. Yeah, 240 straightforward. You can draw a straight line, which mm-hmm. is like it's important to some people.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 100%. Like I right. would be the person that goes, yeah, this one is better, but I'm going to take that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. All different types. I would like to see more design collab. That's what I would like to see. Yeah.
1: I don't I, know if it's possible
0: yeah. these days, but it would be super cool to have a design house kind of pepper the landscape of cars to make all
1: cars more beautiful just i be, would just be kind of cool you know the you know oil stain labs mm-hmm. the half, half 11 things yeah. on instagram their their core business they're an automotive design agency oh. consult, consultancy i think they do marketing or something as well but they work they do projects for toyota and volvo and stuff like that i guess i don't really my know. understanding yeah I, yeah
0: i don't really know how the auto industry works so i mean i know enough to know that like you know, BMW doesn't necessarily make their their transmissions. Their ZF get dragged. They're like they're not BMW branded, right? There's are right? Everything. Bosch makes everything. Yeah. Like, there's a company in Austria that makes like every diesel motor, right? Like they they make they make the motors for Audi and BMW and and Mercedes because they have special specialty knowledge on making them good. So it's like. It is a whole community. So I, I guess there's collabs everywhere um at that you kind know, of come a uh, couple lower levels of the mm-hmm. design. But yeah, I don't really know how it works. But I, I would I would love to see a new Bertone rise to power and like become partners with different uh car manufacturers. So we get crazier looking cars. I think that'd be mm-hmm. really awesome. Like it's like crazier looking, just cooler looking cars. Just, Cooler looking interiors, I think it'd be sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'll be into that. Let's design the uh, <laughs> Frank and German
1: <laughs> Japanese car. The, the, square, the, Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. Yeah, the square Porsche. Yeah, square long roof Porsche.
0: <laughs> square Porsche. That's awesome. I'm on it.
1: Sounds good. All right. <laughs> I guess we're done. <laughs> <laughs>